0: So a new report has come out that finds Canada will not meet its Truth and Reconciliation calls until 2065, when I will be dead. Um, There were, if memory serves, and my next guest can confirm this, 92 calls to action in the Truth and Reconciliation report. And actually, the government's been pretty good on this. Quite frequently, we come up with a report And it has all sorts of things like you should do this, that, and the other thing. And absolutely nothing happens. Uh, But the federal government has been fairly active on some of the recommendations. But the idea it's going to take until 2065 is a little daunting. Pamela Palmiter is an indigenous activist, a lawyer, and a frequent contributor here on News Talk 1010. And she joins us right now. Hey, Pam. Hey, how's it going? I'm okay. What do you make of this?
1: Well, I appreciate these updates because it's important to know and keep, you know, the government accountable to how much progress have you made and how much have you not made. And do you only take steps when it's close to election time? You know, that's my critique of it. On the other hand, this government has done far more than any other conservative government would because they've clearly said
0: over and over we wouldn't do those things. Now, am I right? Is the number 92? 92 calls to action? Uh, It's
1: 94 calls to action.
0: 94. Okay. Yeah. Um, So how have we done so far, and why is it we're not going to get there until 2065? As I mentioned, that is, I will be 99.
1: Uh, Yes, and many of our Indigenous elders will be passed away. Mm -hmm. Um, Here's here's the thing. The the government, you know, uh, agreed to the TRC... Uh, The TRC happened. And and now we have these ninefold calls to actions. You know, the liberal government, Trudeau said, hey, look, vote for me and I will implement all of these things. Um, So right off the hop, he had the National Inquiry into Murdered and Missing Indigenous Women and Girls super super important. It comes with its own 237 recommendations by the way, but that that's another day. Um they also said we'd implement the United Nations Declaration on the Rights of Indigenous Peoples, which is like monumental for for native people. So they get they get credit for doing that. Those are two big things that the conservative government debated with the liberals and said, never, ever, ever would they do. Um, They've taken, and and they've taken some action on things like child welfare. They're, they're not there yet. Um, They've just got started on unmarked graves, but only because unmarked graves were located and public pressure said, government, you need to do something about this. And they remembered, Oh darn. Yeah. There's a call to action on that. So on, on some things, they're good. Others, they're not. And and for the majority of them, they really don't need to take up that much time. I mean, to rescind the doctrine of discovery, that doesn't cost a cent.
0: There are some pretty important landmarks over the last couple of years, though, I think we have to recognize. One of them would be we have an indigenous governor general. We have an indigenous Supreme Court justice. So um, mm-hmm. I guess what I come back to, Pam, is a lot of people think that truth and reconciliation is about, okay, we did bad, we get it, we're going to move on. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. actually, there probably has to be some pain to reconciliation. There has to be a degree of sacrifice.
1: Oh my gosh, (laughs) yes. I mean, when Canada's found guilty of historic and ongoing genocide, and that it currently benefits from it, and its entire government and society and economic system is based on it, the only way to end all of that injustice is to actually change those things, which means a little bit of moving over, means some land back, sharing of resources. It means sharing the power, the governing structures. None of those things would actually be bad, by the way. Those would all be good things for all of us, but that that's going to be fa- painful for some people. You know governments, they don't want to let go of any kind of power whatsoever, and they not really cool on sharing the wealth so yeah and and i think we have to understand the difference between symbolic moves and substantive moves we need both because both are like the fact that trudeau changed the rhetoric from first nations as you know domestic terror threats under the former conservative government to, hey, you know, there's no relationship more important. Okay, so the rhetoric's important. Appointing Indigenous peoples in these important positions, really, really important. But let's at the same time do the substantive. Let's work on the treaty rights. Let's work on the land rights. Let's get First Nations out of prison. Let's get kids out of care. And let's, you know, make sure that things like health funding and education funding is at least what provincial residents get because it's far under right now.
0: Thanks a lot for this. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Pamela Palmiter is a um, a lawyer and an indigenous activist and, as mentioned, a frequent contributor right here on our show.